Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Conversations podcast. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, we appreciate you so much. And we're just so happy once again that you guys will stop by and listen to us. You know, just us two random kingdom citizens talk about <laughs> talk about uh, the kingdom and its concepts, precepts, and just overall giving them um, the good news of the kingdom, the gospel, as it's called. So once again, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Derek Anderson Jr. How are you doing today? Mr. DJ. I am refreshed. Just had a, a newborn son. So I feel like I got to learn even more to teach him because <laughs> I want him to do better than you know I did. But I'm just glad to be on here and spread knowledge to everybody that's willing to listen. And as we continue to, uh, learning first and then teaching, uh, just being able to be an example and sharing in um, the truth that sets everybody free. So just glad to be here. Feel that Israel knowing on you, man. You gonna have at least about a little more. <laughs> no, I ain't you, <laughs> man. Look, <laughs> but uh, you know the A hey, man. Hey, you know, just really thinking about that. Kudos to them, man. Like during that time that they were in, like that. I mean, having twelve kids just. It's just like, man, that almost just sounds absurd. But they were doing it at a time where they didn't have, you know, everything. We, you know, you they didn't have back then just, you know, give your kid the tablet and he'd be quiet. You know, they didn't have that. So, you know, it's, it's you know, thinking about our times compared to their times, you know, it's, it's especially, I guess this is going to another conversation, but, you know, that's, that's a lot of things people have. They try to relate their culture, our culture to cultures of the past. And it's like, no, it's, it's, it's really not the same. That's why you have to come from the scriptures, really understanding the culture of that time. And you'd understand a lot of things that they say or how they did things a lot differently and stuff like that. So, you know, but uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's great to hear, man. You know, I know everyone is wishing you and the child the West, the West, the best, you know, healthy, growing, you know, you can have you a... Uh, a new superstar on your hands, man. You know, get somebody to drop 30 <laughs> on somebody real quick. Some, <laughs> some helping hands around this house and with my business. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that was great about having two at one time. For me, you can put someone in and you got two to do something. So <laughs> no taking trash and washing dishes out for me after a while. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's building character. <laughs> My uncle used to tell us all the time, like, like what you like, what you think I had kids for? I ain't doing no chores no more. <laughs> uh, but what you're right though, man. Just looking at the times and and looking at what they did, you you'll see how important also children were in their lives. Like we know that Abraham, who's considered the father of faith, uh, he was somebody that Elohim chose because Elohim knew that he would raise his kids in uh, his admonition that he would teach him his ways. So Abraham is a, is a great example of a father because he under Abraham understood how uh, important it was to teach his children and passing on their teaching, the, you know, the future generations. And what we have a lot in America is, you know, we have a lot of tradition passed down, but what Abraham was, to, you know, teaching Isaac and Isaac taught uh, Jacob and then, you know, I'm sure he taught Esau too. Um, but, you know, kids make decisions. That, that's another uh, teaching aspect that we could pull out. But they were able to, to carry on their teaching just from uh, Abraham's seed and, and create a nation 
of Israelites, you know, we know that's what the father is after. He's after a nation. Um, and like you say, I think it's going in a different direction now, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, children are, uh, what does it say that? Uh, I think it's in Mal- Malachi um, where it talks about he wants uh, godly children or you could say holy children from your union. So a marriage covenant, you know, in the beginning when you had uh, Adam and Matiz and Nikad, it was to have, um, they would have to produce children in the image and likeness of Elohim. Now, you know, if you have a child in a state when you're not, uh, well, children anyways are born in the image and likeness of, of you. They're not born in the image and likeness of Elohim. They have to get born again. They have to make that decision, their choice themselves. And so uh, from the very beginning, we see that happen where uh, Adam, um, once they failed, the ch- children were no longer in the image and likeness of Elohim. They were in the image of, of Adam, of Adam. And we see what uh, Cain did to Abel. He killed his brother. He broke one of, um, later on, we see in when Moshiach received those uh, 10 uh, covenant laws, we'll see that they broke, uh, what Cain broke the law, uh, was the sixth one, to not murder. He did it. Uh, and that is due to them being in a fallen state. So, go ahead. Yeah, and that's what, <clears throat> that's why you know it's so important. You you hear a lot of parents say they don't, you know, whoop their kids and stuff like that. I I feel like, you know, you know the scripture talks about like spraying the rod and spoiling the child. And I'm I'm really the type of parent. I I really don't like whooping my kids neither. You know, like I I don't think no one just normally likes hitting another. Not well, not hitting, but like you know, um, whooping another or, you know, just doing any type of physical thing to another person, you know, just, I don't, I don't think that's just normal characteristic to like doing that. But, you know, with, with scripture, you know, it, it tells you, you know, the scripture even says plainly, like, if you spare the rod, you hate your children, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we know uh, hate from scripture, you know, when you break it down in Hebrew, it means to treat as an enemy, you know, so lo- uh, hate is not necessarily the opposite of love. But, you know, um, and you treat your kid as an enemy because, you know, you you don't you don't really your enemy is too much. Not someone you really go out of your way to make sure that good happens to them or, you know, they're on the straightened path. They're kind of someone you like separate yourselves from and, you know, like, OK, this person is here to, you know, do this in my life and they're treating me like this. They're treating me like that. I need to steer away from this. And the way you treat your kids in a hateful way is that you you know that, you know, as DJ said, kids are born with your nature. They're not born with the father's nature. They're born with a rebellious nature. So if you, the script, the scripture is basically saying is if you don't help get that nature in line, it's just going to, you know, run wild. They'll just basically become little people who just fully is just out here going in a sinful nature. And the father doesn't want that. He wants you to correct, you know, uh, rebuke and turn your kids away from that. And that's why, you know, he speaks on discipline your kids, you know, not sparing the rod and things like that. Because if you if you just let your kids keep going down that path and not doing anything about it, you're basically treating them as like you hate them like they're an enemy. Like you're just letting them go on about their way and you're not doing nothing to help them at all. You know, so it, it's that's why it's really important to, you know, and when I learned that, 
you know, just really realizing that we're not everyone used to always say like, oh, we all born in the likeness and image of Elohim. But it's like, no, that's not what the scriptures say. He doesn't say that you're born in the likeness and image of him until you get uh, the Holy Spirit back inside you. So, you know, until then, you have to do a lot of reproaching and rebuking and stuff like that with your kids. So, I mean, it was something tough to learn, you know, because I like I said, I just don't really like whooping my kids. Like, I don't like, but, you know, you do what's necessary because you don't want them to turn out, you know, and we all we've all seen examples of it. Kids who just kind of, you know, got away with everything, got their way, didn't get, you know, spankings and things like that. And you see how they turn out and you're just like. Like, man, you must didn't have someone in your life who really, like, disciplined you. So, yeah, we on a tangent from what we were going to start. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, and it could be the Holy Spirit leading us. And to add to that, what you see is, um, what is it? Like, you talked about uh, kids being disciplined. Uh, I, know, I mean, I know some kids who got a beating for everything. You know, their parents would just mm. walk in and just hit them upside the head. Uh, it was a, a lot of instances where the kid may not even done done anything wrong. I'm just whooping you just in case you did something wrong. So what parent, I mean, discipline is used when needed. You, uh, it's really correction. You're correcting your kids. And we know in Proverbs, it talks about, I think it's in chapter 22, it talks about uh, train up a child in the way they should go. When they get old, they won't depart from it. And when it talks about training, it's really talking, I mean, that's what you do. You train them, you teach them. And when they get old, everybody makes a choice. So it's really the teaching won't depart from them. That's won't. That's what will not leave them is the teaching. So in order for us to give our kids the type of training they need, we got to learn the word ourselves. We have to be an example. You know, we talk about being kingdom ambassadors. We have to be the ones that's expressing the kingdom culture, even to our kids. Because if our kids get caught up in another doctrine, another teaching, then, you know, they're going to follow that culture. So our culture should be a direct reflection of the kingdom. So what is it that our king is saying about teaching our kids, training up our kids? What should we do with our kids? You know, you see a lot I know we're going to talk about religion again, but you see a lot in religion. Uh, I was talking to my father-in-law about this yesterday, a lot of education being pushed. They push a lot of education on kids in the church, you know, get you education, get you education, get you. My thing is first get educated. (laughs) Exactly. First get educated in the word. Please get educated in the word first and you will see your gift and you will see that school is just a tool in order to grow your gift. I mean, if it's, you know, it could be a skill, like I even said, in construction, it could be in a uh, plumber, electrician, those jobs are needed. But so often we're pushing kids towards this education. All we're doing is getting them in debt and we're not teaching them to use their gifts. So um, how many how many times do, uh, I forgot the statistic when we was in school, but it was, um, I believe like it was a high percentage of kids that changed their major when they, was, when they were in college. They didn't know what they wanted to do. You, <laughs> you you telling them about you know we go to school and we see subjects you tell them to college they got majors but nobody's talking about the different occupations there's a plethora of occupations out there but nobody talks about it. and we're not talking about the real point of the matter is the gift and then on, on top of that i know i'm saying a lot and you can go you can pick out any one of these but on top of that um we are pressuring young women, you know, with this feminist movement, we're pressuring them to be successful in education and be successful as a wife, be successful as a mother. That's almost impossible. No, I say it's impossible to do. You cannot do all three successfully because it requires time. Being a white, uh, a wife, mother requires time. Going to school 
requires time. So if you're doing something like that, you know, people say I did it and, and I did this and I did that. I mean, my, my mother went back to school, but she did it when I was 10. You know, a lot of stuff that she taught me, it was already in me. But a lot of people trying to do it when they have young kids and when they're doing it, they're, they're taking away their time from the kid. A, a child needs their mother. They need their mother to feel, um, what is it? Um, without the mother, the child is in, I believe it's fear. Children develop fear. Is that right, Octavian? Yeah. Um, and so when you take away the, you're taking away that mother because the, the mother is actually the teacher. So instead of her teaching her uh, children, you know, she's out trying to get an education to do other things. And if the mother's not there to, to lay that foundation, you know, a lot of times the father is working, but the father is one that has to be the leader, the example, the one to make a lot of times the decisions. But, you know, the decisions with the, the I'm not saying that he solely makes decisions. You know, the, the, the wife is like his, um, what should I say? He's like the president. And the wife is like his vice president, always giving him advice. So saying all of this is it, just saying that the culture that we have in America does not align with scripture. And you can the way you get to the thinking that we have on this subject is you really got to get the father's precepts in. I was trying to look up that Hebrew word um, for fear while you was talking, but you finished too quickly. Oh, I uh, keep going. Don't worry. <laughs> I already know, but one, one thing I wanted to say was that, you know, I'm I'm so glad my parents, you know, disciplined me. And, you know, you had both sides. I had people in my family who didn't want to discipline you, so they really let you away with a lot of stuff. And you had some parents that, you know, you breathe wrong, you're getting it. So, you know, you know, you have a, a different size from different family members. But one, one thing I will say um, that discipline really teaches you is how to recognize um, cause and effect. It helps you recognize, you know, that um, when things are going wrong in your life, it helps you recognize consequences. You see what I'm saying? Because if I had a child, it's kind of like this, like if I'm learning how to drive and no one ever teaches me don't speed, you know, like my aunt used to always like when my aunt was teaching me how to drive, she'd always like tap my hand or something like that when you go on too fast and stuff like that. So it's like you have to learn that like if you do this, it's a, it's a, like, if you do this, it's going to be a consequence for it. So, but then you get some kids that get older, they speed, they do this, they do that, they get tickets and they don't even, you know, they don't even care. They just get the ticket and they just keep on going. It's like, they don't recognize that this effect that happened is something that you need to stop process this and be like, okay, something's going wrong. I need to change what I'm doing. But you know, that's, that's not a, a lot of people that can recognize that if they don't get proper discipline, they just think like, okay, I do whatever I want. These things happen, whatever. They don't recognize that when these things happen, that means you need to change what you're doing. Cause some people like they just live a life with all types of stuff happen to them and they just keep going in the same direction. It's like, it's, it's nothing, you know, cause it's, it's like, um, I used to say all the time, like either like grown folks used to say either I'm a teacher or life will teach you. And you don't want life to teach you, you know, you'd rather me say right now that you don't need to speed, you know, slow down and do all this than rather, you know, get older, you speed, you wreck your car, you didn't get insurance because nobody taught you about how to be, you know, um, um, in order or proper with the thing or a good manager of the things you have, you can wreck your car, they're not going to give you another one, you ain't got no insurance, and then all this stuff is happening to you in life, and it's because you didn't know, like, okay, I shouldn't be doing this because this can happen. It's like you don't recognize that and you don't process that, and so with discipline, 
you know, uh, with whoopings and things like that, it really lets you know, like, okay, if I did this behavior, something's going to happen. You're older, you might not be getting whoopings anymore, but life is going to do something, you know, to you. And I, you'd rather have the whooping than have something in life happen to you. So, and that's, that's really what my, uh, I know my uncle, <laughs> my, my famous uncle Ray that, you know, everybody laughs about when I tell stories about him. But, you know, he, he was, you know, he was always somebody like that, you know, just would always kind of like get on you when it came to, you know, you doing stuff you had no business doing because he would like he would always try to instill in you like, you know, when you get out here into, into the real world, you know, stuff is going to happen to you if you keep on deciding you're going to go the wrong way. Like, you know, and it's going to be your fault. It's going to be because you didn't make proper decisions and it's not going to be because I didn't teach you. Or I didn't tell you this, you know, so it's like DJ said, like, you know, the teaching is always with you that don't depart you It's just that you have to make the choice to do that. And discipline really helps, you know, those who receive it really understand that like, okay, when certain things happen to me in life, I need to be able to sit back and recognize what's happening like this is not supposed to be happening in my life. You know, bad things don't need to be happening in my life. So and it's because of the decisions that I make. You completely right. Uh... And Octavia and I are both young parents. We're not, you know, you can look at us and tell we ain't in our 40s or 50s. Um, but even the knowledge we have, we're sharing it because we want to be able to implement it and we want to be able to grow from it. Because um, I got people around my age that I know, and they are, uh, you know, they raising kids too. But a lot of them, they don't even have the ideas that we have because a lot of people that are our age that have kids that I know, they are focused on themselves that that's what it's all about it's all about them 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 or um they're focused on you know their career they're focused on i'm talking about fathers and mothers focused on building um something that they trying to even you know with their business or and there's nothing wrong with doing these things but you have to understand how important your time is with your kids you can miss out on the development that they need um from you because you're not at home. Um, and a lot of times when me and my wife would do something, I would take my daughter with me and uh, she would come with me because, you know, one thing, this is another thing we'll get into at some point, I hope, but I, we know it's a lot of molestation going on in homes with people you trust. So I'm not going to leave you around my daughter. I, I, I trust one person with my daughter and that's it. And that, and, and all the, you know, the spend the night and stuff like that not happening because you don't know what's going on in somebody else's house. Um, <laughs> but getting back on topic. Um, so like I work a business, I have a job, but on top of that, I still spend time with my daughter. I still spend time with my, I make time for them. Uh, right now I'm in a process of, of what we're building, but I still have to take it. My, my wife would tell me if I haven't been spending time, my wife would tell me, say, Hey, I need time with you and we'll make time for each other. Or if she's, you know, she noticed that my daughter has been missing me, I'll come home and I'll play with her. So there are certain things that we uh, have to do as parents. Um, like I tell you, say making decisions. These are we're tr what I tell you, I doing a trend to areas that we weren't taught or groomed in. So for us, we're like the first ones to do it. And so spreading this type of knowledge is, you know, we really seeing is trying to help. Let me get this scripture real quick. Uh, we're really trying to help others because it's not none of this is about us. We're doing what we are supposed to do uh, because, you know, once you become born again, 
um, we're supposed to be to all be able to not only defend the truth, but teach it. And so now that's one of the, um, what should I say, uh, duties or, uh, yeah, I'll say duties of a kingdom ambassador because we're to make disciples. And then that's what it says in uh, scripture. I can't remember which one it was. I know it's at the end of the gospels where it talks about going out and making disciples. It talks about going out into the world. It's really speaking of the world systems. It's not talking about, you know, going to Africa and these places, but in America, you got folks uh, living in poverty on the streets, but you traveling all across the world uh, just to convert somebody. That's not what it's talking about. And then that's, that's, hypo that's being a hypocrite too. Uh, it's you know, some subscribers appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing wrong with missing trips. Is that that's what the fathers lead you to do? But some people do it just for the uh, the satisfaction to say they did it, and you know they go to have fun, and then you got people over there working for Red Cross, uh, raping those women. But I ain't gonna get on that. Yeah, it's just um, a flex, you know, like oh, <laughs> I, I've been in Africa saving folks and stuff like that. It's like yeah. okay, okay, buddy, like, congrats. Mm -hmm. In uh, First Yochanan one, one and three, it says, "We proclaim to you what we ourselves have actually seen and heard, so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Yeshua the Messiah. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. And, and that's what it, you know it's all about. Like the the fruit of the Spirit, we have those things: the uh, the gentleness, kindness, the joy. Octavian and I was just talking about." Um, patience and having all that but that's something that we have it's a lot of things like purpose is another one that we have i was uh, talking to somebody about that recently i know people right now who make three four times as much money as i do but one thing they say they don't have is purpose and they say i won't and they'll tell me i want what you have and so <laughs> you can't put a value on what the father has given me and this is what i'm trying to extend to my kids so i can teach them to value the same thing so they won't go up living these empty lives they'll be a whole person just as the father designed us to be it won't be no pain won't be no soul searching and you know trying to sleep with this person and sleep with that person and buy these things to feel better and do this to be to feel better you'll have everything you need in you and um i go on for hours i'm sorry okay <laughs> oh it's fine you know it it, it you know I, I try to be careful with sitting there acting like uh you know, when you say, I just don't get why people, you know, this and this and this. When I've been, you know, a person who lived uh, in the world before, so I do get it. You know, I have been there. I, you know, I haven't been saved all my life, you know, but it's like just when you gain the knowledge and wisdom and understanding that you have, you know, that's when you start kind of using that kind of language because it's just once you get the keys, it's just like, OK, this don't make sense to me anymore. Like, why, why, why did I act like that? Why did I do that? Um, and, you know, hitting that, you know, I could talk about purpose for forever, you know, <laughs> that's, that's one thing I could talk about, you know, cause you know, one thing being born into, uh, this world being, um, you know, having the, uh, a fallen nature is like, that's, we live life off basically just trying to fulfill these fleshly desires that we have. That's what, we, that's what we try to fill it with. You know, uh, I work all week. I hate doing that. So that's why when the weekend comes, I want to have fun. You know, I want to let loose, you know, in the club, you know, drinking and doing all this other stuff. That's just people saying, like, I'm just I'm just trying to fulfill these fleshly desires I have. You know, people out here having a bunch of sex and stuff like that. They're just trying to fulfill a fleshly desire that they have. And that's what it, that's it's almost like they're animals. They're just living off instinct. 
you know, they're just living off like just what feels natural, like what just comes off natural. And it's like it's like they're wasting their human potential because you have like you're one of the you're like the only creature here on the earth that can like make a, a logical decision. You're the, like has a free will. You know what I'm saying? You, I guess some people can say animals have a free will, but they're living off instinct. They can't deny their instinct. You know, they're going to go with their instinct. So, and a lot of people just like to think like, well, it's natural. Is this, is that? Well, if, if we're not in a state that we're supposed to be in when we were first created, then what you're saying is natural. It's something that you really need to be studying and making sure that that's something that you actually need to be doing and need to be partaking in. You know, and so when that's that's why people come up and just being like, man, I wish I had purpose like you. I mean, they made all this money. Money don't but fulfill people. Yeah, it'll give you some type of like temporary. Like, yeah, I mean, shoot, who wouldn't be happy that you go from not being able to pay your bills to just not worrying about a bill? Who wouldn't be happy? But at the <laughs> but at the end of the day, like you're not fulfilled. At the end of the day, when that's done, what else are you doing? What what are what are you trying to accomplish? And you know, a lot of people are realizing that it's like, man, I'm really. I mean, for a lot of people, it's just that race to make money. That and and that's why like you hear a lot of people um, who don't have a lot of money saying like, if I could just get some money, my problems would be solved. If I could just you know, get some cash. If I could just make this much a year, stuff would be fine for me. And that's where they get caught up at because it's kind of hard to tell someone who doesn't have a lot of money that it's not all about money when like they are looking at the world and just like 95% of my problems is because of money. But then when they, when people who finally get the money, they'll sit there and tell you like, it's not all about money. Your problems are just starting when you get the money, you know? So to hear somebody say like, I still, I wish I had purpose like you DJ, is it's just showing you that's what that is it's just like okay i've i've done the number one thing the world has told me gain some money i can go i can go sleep with all these women i can go to the club whenever i want but at the end of the night when i lay down and i go to sleep i'm just sitting there like what am i doing with my life what what type of purpose do i have what should i be heading towards like when i die what can people say about me if if can't nobody say it at your funeral bro you probably don't need to be doing it you know, you got all your friends talking about he can, oh, man, you know, he he was he, he a Mac, man. You know, he could go and pull any girl he want. They're not saying that at your funeral. Nobody's going to be, you know, uh, proud to say that around like a, a, a group of your peers or people who've known you in your lifetime. So why are you why are you investing so much in it? You know, we you need to figure out your purpose so you can uh, really understand what you need to invest in. And the only way you find purpose is from the creator. You can't create your own purpose because you didn't create yourself. You can't create your own purpose. So you have all these people out here. They're doing certain things. It's a lot of people right now doing a bunch of stuff that the world is like giving them all these, you know, temporary awards and stuff like that for that you're not supposed to be doing. Like that, that you probably don't have no business being in just because you can make money from it don't mean it's your purpose. Just because you can gain fans from it don't mean it's your purpose. That's not what like that's not what that's for. That's not uh that's not what that means. So we really need to get back to our creator because when we when we're born in this earth, we're just we're just given this body. And then they tell you like this is what you put in it to make it work. You you don't decide. You didn't, you don't, you don't figure it. You didn't, you, there's no choice in this. It's just, you were created and we were created how we're supposed to be. And you have to figure out how this game of life works so you can navigate it right the first time. And that's what really made me want to get into my purpose because like, I realized I only have one life and I'm doing a lot of stuff wrong. We ain't doing this right. You know, 
how do I do this right the first time? How do I get it right the first time? And then when I started learning those principles from Miles Monroe about how you figure out your purpose, who, who gave you purpose, how to not be outside of your purpose because that's abuse, that really, really started making me look at my life differently. And I sought the father's face for a long time, just trying to figure out what my purpose was and what I'm here to do and how I make sure that I accomplish that. And that, that drives me every day to make sure that I die empty, that there's nothing else that, you know, when, the, when, you know, when it's time for me to leave this earth, you know, whenever that time is, or if the rapture takes place, that I've done everything that I need to do before that time, you know, so when the father sees me, it's just be like, well done, my good and faithful servant. So, you know, um, I could keep going on too. I love talking about purpose and, you know, vision and things like that, especially seeing so many men out here who just feel like their life is just money, cars, clothes, and women. You make me sick. I can't lie. Like, like you make me sick with that stuff. The same thing on repeat. You got to do it constantly over and over again, because it's like, there is no completion to that. It's just do it over and over again until you die. And it's nothing but a distraction. Like, like, man, go ahead, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Should make this some three hours, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and like what you're saying, like those guys, and then I see it, you know, young ladies, they um see these rappers and they just like, you know, that that's my baby dad, and that's who, who I'm supposed to marry. And I'm like, all you looking at is this stuff that they putting in front of your face from entertainment. I'm like, these folks ain't got no money. Um the person that they really are and what you think that they be beating folk like they beat women they treat women like trash but that's who you want to be with and that's why is you know having a daughter that's why it's so uh important to me to be an example to my daughter i don't want my daughter marrying a man that isn't uh i mean uh, a father husband that's you know that uh is following after the father's teaching what i want her to to be able to marry is a man that the father has sent to her that, you know, she has, um, what should I say, has presented herself just as, who was it? I know I'm gonna get it wrong. It was Rebecca, wasn't it? Uh, Boaz saw Rebecca, not Rebecca. Boaz saw Ruth. Yep. Mm -hmm. He saw Ruth. So she presented herself. And so, um, that's what we need. You know, so many people talk about they want their Boaz, they want their Boaz. Well, as a woman, you know, instead of looking for, for the one, instead of looking for this man, become the woman, become that wife mother. And, and that's what, you know, my wife is there to do, to teach my daughter how to become that wife mother and teach her how to use her gifts in order to build a family. I got on a shirt right now. It's, it is um, fighting for the family because what we're losing right now is the family, the anointing. It's on the back of my shirt is, is the word mishpaka and is it's the um the word anointing or anoint is in that word uh mishpaka is a uh, family so the anointing resides in the family in order for i mean in order for us to have these great leaders these kingdom leaders they have to um there needs to be a family instituted. And, you know, some people say, well, I didn't have a mother. I didn't have a father. I, I mean, I know people right now that have, um, you know, they might not have a father, but they have a father that they look up to. They have a source that they draw from. It's a leader that was in their life that uh, presented themselves as a father and they were drawn to him and they were able to pull from them. They were able to draw from them and use their teaching in order to become a father themselves. So you may may, may say, um, well, I don't have this. I don't have that. Well, Elohim didn't create you not to have a father. He didn't create you not to have a mother. If that was the, 
if that was the case, then, you know, kids would just pop out of thin air. But there is position. Like I even said, we have a we have a creator. And what we need to learn is uh, really we talk about all the time, the principles, the laws, precepts, the systems by which the kingdom functions. So many times we go based off of what religion has taught us, teaching about these surface things that are in scripture when we need to get in depth and get into the ideas of the father and the way he instituted things to work in this earth and how he designed us to be. It won't, it's not hard to discover your purpose if you know how you design, what you were designed for and what you are to do. Once you understand those things, you understand, then you know, you get into prayer, learn how prayer works, learn how his word works, his ideas work. You learn how all these things work just like when we go to school we understand how a uh well, i went to school learn how a computer worked understand how it's supposed to function so when some break down on a computer i'm saying i speak to i like hey man it's probably this or it's probably that it's simple because i understand how it works if i understand how the father works when something happens in my life i can go right to that scripture i can pinpoint it pull it out and say this is what i need to use in order to overcome this situation it's not hard so as kingdom ambassadors, it is important for us to be scholars, to really study the word, to be diligent, study to show yourselves approved, a, wor a workman unto Elohim. And Octavian said, we want to present ourselves. I nobody wants to die empty. And what, like he said, again, what's distracting us is just entertainment. Um, nobody so wants to die full. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Would uh, you go ahead, man? Yeah, you know, you know, the, the main conversation that you can get into for like purpose and stuff like that, and we kind of hit it and things like that is marriage. Like, you know, a lot of people just like, you know, I want to get married. I want to get married just because a lot of, you know, it's many reasons. Some people feel like they're lonely. Some women feel like they just, you know, you, you got to live life with a man. You know, you can't just be single as a woman out here. You know, it's a lot of pressure on women to be married and have kids by a certain age. You know, like, you know, you ain't got that much time, your clock winding up and all this other pressure and stuff that they put on them. But it's like, you know, what's like as a, as a woman or a man, you have to think like, what's the purpose of a husband or a wife? Like, why do I need one? You know, like, and then once you figure that out, it's like, well, how do I go about obtaining one? You know, you have to, you have to ask yourself these questions like this in the world, just try to make it so simple. It's just like, I'll get you a get you a um, get you a nice little girlfriend. Boy, they look good, don't it? You know how you how you just some on your own walk around with to look nice with and all that other stuff. It's like this stuff so surface level, and then you get into these marriages and stuff, and they just the devil's just sitting here, just so happy that he's destroying family. You know your your parents and stuff were messed up, and then they put these seeds in you that you go on and you mess up other stuff. And he's just after the kids to keep this pattern going and stuff like that. That's what he wants. And it's just because we don't take time to just study things out and figure out, like, why am I doing this? Why should I do this? How do I do this? And you you don't, you don't ask yourself these questions, and you just go off here off just this whim of, of just like, oh, she look nice when I see her. She make me feel good. It's just like, feel good ain't no that's not purpose you know that's that's not what you need to be going off of when you make decisions in life you don't make decisions off feelings you know feelings are there for a reason but that's not what you make decisions off of so you know you we really need to study like why are we doing things and what are we doing these things for it's like buying something from the store like you know, if if I'm working at home in my house and I find out I need a hammer, it's like, OK, like I I, I need the hammer for this and I, I know why I need it. So let me go buy the hammer. 
And like, that's how you made that decision. But with a lot of stuff in life, we don't even go through that thought process. It's just, just get it. Cause I feel like I want it. And then next thing, you know, you mess it up. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, marriage or a lot of things in life, you need to figure out why you had it. Like, why did Elohim create marriage? Why did he create a woman for a man? Uh, what are we supposed to be doing together and all this stuff? And once you figure that out, you can do things correctly. Once you have, you know, like they say, knowledge is power. And then let the Holy Spirit give you illumination so that you can truly understand these things. And then you can go out and learn how to walk it out, you know. Because if you if y'all just together just to be together like this stuff, it's it's like y'all basically wasting time. Like, you know, what what are we what are we gonna do here together? Like, how how are we gonna go through this life together? You know, so you know, it's it's, it's just so important to know purpose with things. You know, and I, I you know I tell people it's a lot of people out here in life who feel like they have no purpose, and I just be like, look around, name me something in this room that don't have a purpose. Name me something that if it if there was no reason for it, it wouldn't have been created. And if it's useless now, they toss it in the trash. You throw it away. You're still here. You were born, created. You have a whole body that functions, mental capacity. Look at everything in here. You could you telling me this TV has purpose, but you don't. You're telling me this the nail in the wall has purpose, but you don't. Everything that exists has a purpose, or it wouldn't be created. So like we we live in a world full of things with purpose. Everything works together for the greater good to like make life here on earth as best as it could be. So you have a purpose, you know, and then once you figure out your purpose, you know, you have to know your vision, like how you're going to go about accomplishing that person purpose. You know, it's like knives. They make a bunch of knives with dip, uh, every knife has a purpose, basically. But each knife is made in a different way to carry out a different function. So, you you know, you can have certain knives like, yeah, they're meant to cut, but you have certain knives that's meant for like culinary stuff. You have certain knives that are like, you know, specialized in war and things of that nature, like katanas and stuff like that. So when you figure out your vision, that's figuring out where you're going to go within the world. Like DJ said, you know, go throughout throughout the world and it's like different world systems. Like Elohim wants people in these different systems for to go out and impact people and, and spread the kingdom. It's a lot we can go into this. <laughs> like we 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 only got it 45 minutes, so you know. Yeah, I think we didn't didn't hit it too. <laughs> well, everybody, this is uh we we appreciate you guys coming. This is probably like the most random, you know, podcast. <laughs> we, we didn't even hit the topic, but. You know, it'd it be like that sometimes when you're just getting in, in the conversation and, you know, Holy Spirit leads, stuff just comes up, you know, and it's like you can talk about it. And it's just people need to hear it. You know, people really need to hear it because I know people our age, they're just doing stuff because the world told you to. You go to school because we told you to. You get a job because we told you to. You get married because we told you to. You go buy this house like this and get into debt because we told you to. It's a lot of doing stuff because we told you to. And a lot of cultural norms that's ingrained that you don't question. And the next thing you know, you get older and you in a bunch of debt. You're with someone that you're looking at years down the line. Like, I don't want to be with this person. And you're looking at your life like, what is this? I, I didn't. What's happening? So your closing remarks, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you said uh, said it all. And really what we're trying to do, especially present on this platform is just a different way of thinking. I say it all the time, because once you change your mindset, uh, you change the way you think, do things. Um, it says I would hear it all the time when I would go to a Bible study back in the day. Um, uh, what's the scripture? Um, I can't even think right now. 
uh, it basically talks about having a, a renewed mind. And so when we change the way we think, we're able to change our lives. So with um about the be not conform scripture. Right. Yeah, be not conformed to the world, but uh be renewed. Um be not conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There you go. I was gonna get it eventually. <laughs> hey man, you just had a newborn. We get it. <laughs> yeah, that sleep deprivation real. <laughs> you always but, remember Genesis one and one at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh just constantly change your thinking. And uh me and Octavian, we you know, we really started this podcast because this is something that we would do. We would talk about certain things, and I was like, you know, we both said it think you know this is something that people really need to hear so we appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening um if you ever want to give any uh feedback you know we have a, a facebook page and we're about to start a youtube and go on there and leave your comments subscribe uh follow um and that's all i have all right everybody well we thank you once again for joining us on another i was about to say uh a whole nother show but uh kingdom <laughs> conversations so we appreciate you guys and shalom Shalom. So